Welcome to the Hollywood vs. Hollywood podcast. I'm your host, HT, joining you with my co-host, the Bearheart himself, Michael. Happy to be here. Michael, the genesis of our podcast for me was when Christopher Nolan's The Prestige and Neil Berger's The Illusionist were released in 2005. Two period movies about magic with a stellar cast by two different studios, released about the same time. Since then, I've noticed this phenomenon many, many times. Michael, what is this phenomenon called, and what is the most famous example of this phenomenon? For as long as you and I have known each other, we've talked about this uh, phenomenon, as you've described it, that movies that are like each other, that come out around the same time. And while researching this podcast, uh, I discovered that they're commonly referred to as twin movies. Twin movies. And th- and that was a surprise to me, because I, I knew that people knew about it, but I did not know that it had a term. So thank you know thanks for finding that in the research. Happy to help. And uh, I think the most common instance of this that uh, not only have you and I discussed at length, but as long as uh, I've loved movies, you know, discussing with other people who love movies is the uh, Deep Impact Armageddon head-to-head at the cinema. That's probably as big as this thing can get in terms of the versus aspect of it. Which I think is not, it's, it's why we weren't going to start there. We're going to build our way up there. Yeah. We will be tackling both those movies in a future episode, but today we're going to start small. Today we're going to talk about two really great twin movies that were both released just three months apart in 2013. Both are great action movies. Today on the Hollywood versus Hollywood podcast, we're talking about White House Down versus Olympus Has Fallen. Let's start with White House Down. This is John Cale. I'm with the president. They've taken the building and they're holding hostages. You ready? There's only one way to find out. White House Down. Rated PG-13. What's the logline or basic plot of White House Down, Michael? Well, I like that you're saying we're starting off small with a Roland Emmerich film. Um, (laughs) This, This is the smallest Roland Emmerich film, I think. I'd have to think about that. Um... It may be the most geographically contained Roland Emmerich <laughs> film, but again, I, I'd have to check a filmography. Um, White House Down is about a Capitol Police officer who wants to be a Secret Service, wants to be a part of the Secret Service and protect the president. Uh, and while on a tour of the White House with his daughter, he gets wrapped up in a terrorist plot to overtake the White House, and he has to save the president and save his daughter and prove that everyone who doubted him was wrong all along. Our second contender today is Olympus Has Fallen. The most protected building on Earth has fallen. Open the gates of hell. Yes, sir. We will remain united and strong. Olympus Has Fallen, rated R. Michael, what's the logline slash basic plot of Olympus Has Fallen? So I didn't know that I was going to be quizzed like this to kick off the first episode of our podcast. Okay, Olympus Has Fallen is about a semi-disgraced Secret Service agent who, when North Korean fanatics or extremists take over the White House and attempt to force the president 
to activate nuclear weapons all around the country must put himself in the in harm's way to save the president's son, to save the president, to save the nation, and regain his honor. That also sounds pretty exciting. Major events going on at the White House in both movies. Do you have a favorite of the two, Michael? So the, the interesting thing about discussing these two movies versus are, are the other examples which you've talked about, The Prestige versus The Illusionist, or Deep Impact versus Armageddon, is that I've seen all those movies a lot. These two movies are not, I'm not ultra familiar with, so I'm coming in fresh off of watching each of them, and I have to say that White House Down was a clear favorite for me. At the time when I watched these movies, I was pretty hardcore into Gerard Butler. I really liked him as a leading man, and uh, Morgan Freeman can do no wrong. So at the time, I was all about Olympus Has Fallen. But this podcast can correct all mistakes or reinforce previous convictions. Are you ready to pit these movies head-to-head against each other? I'd like to say two things first. One, I would really have liked to have known you during your Gerard Butler phase. And two, this podcast will be capable of making as many mistakes as writing wrongs. So, yes, I am ready to talk about White House Down versus Olympus Has Fallen. There will be bloodshed, emotional scars, maybe even an occasional physical altercation. Only one can emerge a true Hollywood victor in the Hollywood versus Hollywood podcast. No respectable terrorist plot involves a beeper. Morgan Freeman, hands down, would be my answer if he were the president. For our listeners, we have a very simple process, and you can help me out here. Michael and I will award these movies points in several different categories. To earn the point, Michael and I will litigate the merits of each movie in every category that we present. Only one movie can get one point in each category. In the end, whichever movie gets the most total points will be declared the winner of the Hollywood versus Hollywood podcast. Doesn't get any better than this. Michael and I are also each allowed the Ace of the Sleeve card. Michael, what is the Ace of the Sleeve card? Okay, I didn't know that we formally agreed to call it the Ace of the Sleeve card, but the object, uh, objective of the Ace Up Your Sleeve card is to put an end to the debate. If there's a category where we're having a, a hard time coming to a conclusion, or uh, you or I feel very, very strongly um, about a, a, an opinion that, that the other does not agree with, you can pull the ace up your sleeve, put an end to the debate, and award a point to the movie of your choosing. But each of us can only do that once per matchup, and uh, you don't have to use it if we find ourselves uh, in agreement, which... Uh, I'm not terribly optimistic about, but we'll see. We, we never agree. We, we have very different tastes, which is, I think, what will make this interesting. If you haven't watched these movies, go watch them today. Let's get into the categories. Category one. Best leading actor. Gerard Butler in Olympus Has Fallen or Chatting Tatum in White House Down? So we're limiting the discussion to the two very main characters. We're not calling the president's main characters or anything like that. No, this is, you know, the man that is saving the White House. Okay, understood. Uh, let's start with Tatum. These are some of the movies he did right before or the same year as White House Down. 21 Jump Street, G.I. Joe Part 2, Magic Mike, Haywire. I love that one. This is the end. Another great one. 
What do you think? Uh, you know, Channing Tatum has, has grown on me over time. Not too long ago, uh, I, I finally sat down to watch 21 Jump Street, and I thought he was very funny. I thought he had great comedic timing as well as his uh, physicality. And uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Logan Lucky, which, which I think came out after uh, White House Down, but, but I really enjoy that film. Channing Tatum has this stretch of doing like big pop culture movies, which is the stretch that we're talking about, including White House Down. And then he kind of used this to jump into more, I would say, artistic work, uh, which was, you know, the, what was the movie that he did with the Coen brothers? Oh, um, Hail Caesar. And you already mentioned the Logan Lucky. Who was which the director? A Soderbergh movie. Which is another Soderbergh movie. So Channing Tatum really, from pretty much a nobody, became a really, not just a commercially viable actor, but also a prestige actor in the type of projects he was able to take on after this. Just looking at his IMDb, uh, Foxcatcher also caught my eye, which uh, is a Bennett Miller film, and that's about as prestige as you get. Yeah, great career by Tatum. Now, these are the movies that Gerard Butler did right before, or the same year as Olympus Has Fallen. Chasing Mavericks, Playing for Keeps, and Movie 43. Hmm, what do you think? Um, I know that one of those is about surfing. Which one? I think it's Chasing Mavericks. Is that about surfing? I have not seen any of these movies. Have you? No. <laughs> so uh, Gerard Butler highlight year was when 300 came out, correct? I would say that that is his career apex. And, and he, uh, he is definitely an action star. He's kind of like Nicolas Cage. He shows up in all of these movies that, uh, that are action movies that you see on like Netflix or Amazon. They pop up left and right every year. I guess his next biggest one was Den of Thieves many years later. As a, as a leading man and woman, what do you think of these two guys in these two movies? Well, I, I also want to say that I, I enjoy uh, Rock and Roller, which is a, a, another Gerard Butler movie. Um, the thing that struck me about Gerard Butler watching Olympus Has Fallen this time around is, is how serious he is. Uh, he does not have comedic tools it seems to kind of give you any moments of levity so uh you know it's a very serious performance he takes it very seriously and um i i imagine that that was that was kind of the direction that he got from uh antoine fuqua which who we haven't mentioned yet but um you know he carries the whole movie on his very 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 serious shoulders uh, and really seemed to, to dictate the tone of it from, from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, whereas Channing Tatum, on the other hand, how would you describe his role in his movie? I was surprised how much comedy he injected into White House Down, not just in the beginning, kind of where he's you know trying to figure out his stuff with his family, stuff with his career, and he's just this guy who's kind of down on his luck. Um, but, but, you know, even later in the movie, and I'm sure we'll, we'll touch base uh, with some of these moments as we, we break down our favorite scenes and our favorite quotes, uh, he'll drop a line with great comedic timing, and, and it just, you know, makes the, the film so much more digestible and, and so much more engaging. Uh, despite uh, being a young guy, it's very easy to believe him as a father in this movie. And uh, I also feel like Channing Tatum, you mentioned his comedy, when I saw him in 21 Jump Street, I saw him going toe-to-toe with Seth Rogen. Was that the actor? Yeah. 
I saw no, him, no, no, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. I saw him go toe-to-toe with Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street. I did not expect that level of comedy from him. Like, I laughed. Every time I see him in a, in a comedic performance, I love him. He's really good at it. And uh, the comparison I can draw is maybe Dwayne Johnson. He has that type of charisma where he has that type of comedic timing. And uh, again, really, really funny and charming performance from Channing Tatum. I, I think Channing Tatum actually has more chops as an actor than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, not to denigrate uh, Mr. Johnson. But um, something you said did click with me. He's not old enough to be a dad. He's not old enough to be a dad in this movie. And that's probably the only major negative that I think about his casting. Too young to be a dad? Too young. He's not, you know, world-weary. You know, there's a moment in the movie where they give his backstory, and he, he had tried several careers before joining the military. He, he got married. He had a kid. Joined the military. They said he did multiple tours, so, you know, multiple stints of, I don't know, eight to ten or, or more months overseas. Then he became a Capitol Police officer. Now he wants to be a Secret Service agent, you know. So you, you imagine he's in his mid-30s, you know, or older, um, with a kid who... I don't know, uh, maybe she's 12, 13? Yeah, uh, fairly young, yeah. He just, you know, he's just so clean-shaven, and, and he's got kind of a baby face throughout this movie. So, you know, a little, little bit of constructive criticism there. Sure, I believed him as a dad. Uh, who's, the better, who's the better leading actor here? Who do you think is the better leading actor? Hands down, Channing Tatum. He is engaging to watch throughout, and, and I think the key for me is really giving those moments of levity to take your mind off of the terrorist forces who are wreaking havoc on our nation's home, the White House. I, I think both men can carry the movie, and they, they do a pretty good job in their respective movies. Uh, I agree with you, though. Channing Tatum, uh, first of all, I did not expect this action hero. I, is this one of the first big Channing Tatum action movies? Uh, you know, I'd have to take a look at, at the maybe film. Maybe G.I. Joe Part 2 and then uh, Haywire. Yeah, I did not expect Channing Tatum to be able to carry an action movie on his shoulders, which he clearly does. Gerard Butler, a veteran of action movies, he definitely does a great job. But Channing Tatum was a surprise in White House Down and a joy to watch. So I will give it to Channing Tatum. The first category winner, Channing Tatum. One of the things that I like about Tatum is he's not like jacked. In this movie, you know, he's in good shape, but it, it doesn't look like he just came off of like, you know, bench pressing or, or doing push-ups between takes. Makes me feel like in the right circumstance, if I had a machine gun and I got trapped in the White House during a terrorist attack, I could bust some heads. <laughs> Ready to move on to the next category, Michael? Ready and able. Category two. Which film had the better title? White House Down or Olympus Has Fallen? Uh, I feel very strongly about this, actually, so I'd like to hear what you have to say first. I think both are great titles. White House Down is a little bit more direct and to the point. Olympus Has Fallen is uh, more Secret Service code. It has like a cool vibe to it, like 007. Uh, White House Down is saying chocolate, whereas Olympus Has Fallen is like saying chocolate. That's amazing. (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you think about that? Chocolat, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lovely film. Um, I love the bluntness of White House Down. When it comes to a summer blockbuster directed by Roland Emmerich, I see that title and I know what I'm going to get. And um, I'm ready to, you know, sign on to the uh, AMC app and buy my ticket. Uh, so when you look at the title of these movies, not only do you look at the titles, but you look at the poster of the movie with the titles. And the White House Down poster uh, is Channing Tatum with Jamie Foxx behind him, Channing Tatum holding a gun, and both of them are walking away from White House. Whereas Olympus Has Fallen has uh, Morgan Freeman, Gerard Butler, and Morgan Freeman is in the front of the poster blocking uh, Gerard Butler and who's the other person in the poster? Aaron Eckhart. Yes. So it's Morgan Freeman primarily featured in the poster with Aaron Eckhart over his one shoulder and... Uh, Gerard Butler over his other shoulder. You put Morgan Freeman on a poster. You write Olympus Has Fallen on there. I'm going to go watch that movie. Uh, Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx did not carry enough weight in their repertoire at the time for me to see White House Down and go watch that movie. I did not expect us to bump heads this early. I will say... uh, Morgan our, Freeman on a poster. Our, our listeners cannot see the poster, but 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 HT has described it accurately. And stick with me for a moment here. Front and center, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, and then behind, uh, over his right shoulder, Aaron Eckhart, and over his left shoulder, further away, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler is the star of this movie. This is a Gerard Butler movie. He's in almost every frame of this movie, and he's not front and center on the poster. This is false advertising. While that may be, uh, Morgan Freeman sells tickets. Morgan Freeman was God in Bruce Almighty. Morgan Freeman was president in Deep Impact. You put his face on there. You put his face on the movie with penguins. People are going to go watch that movie. We spent a long time talking about these categories. The name of this category is... Best title. I don't think you can count how the poster is designed. You got to go title only. White House Down. Better title. Got four words for you. Ace up my sleeve, my friend. This early? Yes. Ace up my sleeve. Olympus has fallen. Automatic points. You are defeated. What can I say? I'm shocked. I'm shocked that you pulled out the big gun so soon. All right, after having, uh, uh, I, have, uh, I may have uh, pulled the trigger too soon on that one, but I felt very strongly about it. That's fair. And uh, let's move on to the next category. Category three. Which film won the box office when they were released? So this is just a point goes to the film that made the most money while it was in theaters. Yeah, this is pretty objective. Do you want to talk about it, or do you want me to talk about it? I don't know the numbers. If I, ha- if I had to guess, I would guess that White House Down made more money. You would be 100% incorrect. What? It made more money, but it was a flop compared to Olympus Has Fallen. Oh, it cost a lot more. It, it cost a lot more? Yes. All right, so let, 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 me, let me get into it. Yeah, hit me, the num- hit me with the numbers. Although White House Down eventually made $205 million worldwide against a budget of... $150 million. Whoa. Without a Morgan Freeman in it. <laughs> it was considered a flop. On opening weekend, it made only $24.7 million. Wow. 
It was number four at the box office and was beat out by Monsters University. And it was beat out by The Heat with Melissa McCarthy. I love Monsters University. That's a good movie. White House Down was Sony's second flop movie in a row. And if do you, do you know what the first Sony's big flop movie that year was? Of that summer? No, I'm not sure. It was a Will Smith vehicle with Hancock? his son. No, with his son. Oh, uh, After Earth. After Earth. Oh. So Sony lost a lot of money that year. Did I, not lose as much money on White House Down as it did on After Earth. I feel like I, I spent a lot of my life apologizing or, or making excuses for M. Night's mistakes because I'm, I'm, I'm a lover of uh, M. Night films. I will not spend any time defending that film here today. That film was pretty bad. Uh, I am of South Asian origin, so M. Night is a special person in my life. And he definitely took a big left turn somewhere down the line after like the first four movies that he made. But I think he's redeemed himself since then with the last few movies that he's made. I feel good. I feel good about where it's going. Olympus Has Fallen was a success by comparison. It made $170 million worldwide against a budget of $70 million. Oh, half. Yeah, and this is despite being a rated R film compared to a PG-13, more accessible White House town. Okay, so Olympus Has Fallen made $170 million on a $70 million budget. Despite being a rated R picture. And White House Down made 205 Against 150 mil. Okay, but it did make more money. It did make more money, but it did not make any sequels. Because uh, generally speaking in Hollywood, you want to be able to make twice your budget in the ticket sales in order to be considered a hit. Or a box office success. It is my feeling that the sole determining factor of this category should be which film made more money at the box office. Not the net profit? No. So if it cost $200 million and it made $205 million, you would still give it to it? I don't care. <laughs> okay. So Olympus has fallen also has two sequels. What? Oh, London has fallen. And Angel Has Fallen, which I saw in the... Th- I paid money to see Angel Has Fallen in the theater. Biggest what? mistake of my life that year. What's Angel? Uh, it was uh, Camp David, I think. Oh. So uh, I would not recommend the sequels. However, I would highly recommend Olympus Has Fallen. I would not grant the points to Sony's White House Down because of the film being a hit. But are you going with the gross? Are you still going to stick to the gross amount made? I think that that is the spirit in which this category was designed. Fine, Michael. Reluctantly, I will submit to your decision here. And we will, despite the film being a flop, give it the box office mojo. We're just following the rules here, baby. The next category, category four. Which movie had the best cast? White House Down, we have Channing Tatum, Jamie Foxx. James Woods, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jason Clark, Lance Reddick from The Wire, Kevin Rankin, Always Sunny's Jimmy Simpson, Richard Jenkins, the bad guy, and Joey King, the sweet, sweet girl. You are not holding back with the spoilers. Olympus Has Fallen has Gerard Butler, Morgan Freeman, Angela Bassett. Should I go through the rest of the names, or should I just leave it, drop it right there? I think that, that those are the key players. Oh, uh, Melissa Leo, she, I believe she's an Oscar winner. She should be mentioned. To me, Gerard Butler, Morgan Freeman, Angela Bassett, Mike Drop, Point Olympus Has Fallen. Dylan McDermott, 
Yes. Let me read the whole list. Aaron Eckhart. Did I mention Morgan Freeman? Dylan McDermott. Melissa Leo. Rick Yoon. Rada Mitchell. Cole Hauser. And also, did I mention Morgan Freeman and Angela Bassett already? So here's what I'd like to do. I'd like you to guess which film you think I think has a better cast, and then you can tell me which one you think has a better cast. I will not accept any other answer from you other than Olympus Has Fallen, because Morgan Freeman alone outweighs every other actor on the planet by 50,000 pounds of acting chops. I just took a sip of a beverage, and the only reason that I did not spit it out was because these microphones belong to me. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. The bench on White House Down is so deep. You've got Channing Tatum, crowd pleaser. You've got Jamie Foxx, Oscar winner. You've got Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jason Clark, Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins from Step Brothers, from The Shape of Water. All right, you got James Woods. You are saying James den- Woods I like- cannot defend James Woods, the human being, but James Woods is an amazing actor. What has James Woods done as a human being that's hateful? You're not on Twitter, are you? No. What do you do? Well, you can uh, look this up off air. Okay. Is that it? Is that your list of actors? That is the list of actors that I will go to bat with. Lance Reddick, who is in uh, Lost. I'm a major Lost fan. Did I, did I mention Morgan Freeman and Angela Bassett? This is going to be my mantra. It's, it's like me I saying... I don't care. Guess what? Ace up my sleeve. <laughs> oh, my God. You, 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 you did me dirty on this one. I was not expecting to pull it out so soon, but this I can't go down this road with you. I cannot believe this because Morgan Freeman and Angela Bassett. We're not going to do 10 rounds on this. <sighs> okay. Well, uh, with, uh, with the ace up the sleeve, unfortunately... This point is going to White House down. Unfortunately. I feel like you're not being an objective host. I'm going to cry in the corner. Uh, Category five. This category is called the best, best scene. Uh, Michael, you want to explain this? Pretty straightforward. We're going to talk about what we think the best scene in, in each film is and then determine between those two scenes, which is the best, best scene from both films. And uh, whichever film has the best best scene wins the category. All right, for White House Down, I have two nominees. Uh, my best scene nominee one from White House Down is Kale's interview with Maggie Gyllenhaal. What I liked about the scene is that he's not a reluctant hero who actually really wants a job. Uh, in most movies, you have the reluctant hero who does not want to go do something. Gyllenhaal doesn't think that he's fit for the job. And to me, it's a very interesting scene. And what's your second scene? Uh, White House Down, best scene nominee two, the Black Hawk approach into Washington, D.C. when the three Black Hawks fly through the city to uh, try to get to the White House. It just looked really amazing effects-wise. And uh, it must have been really fun to look at that scene while watching it on the big screen. And one of the few times in the movie when the effects actually look good. Uh, I would add to that list the sequence wherein... Jamie Foxx as the president and Channing Tatum as his protector are driving the Beast, which is the uh, protected vehicle that the president rides in. Uh, They're driving it around the White House lawn. I'll probably reference the scene again later in this podcast um, 
That's my favorite scene from White House Down. That is your favorite scene from the White House Down? Yes, I knew that you would be enraged. The most cartoonish looking thing in the whole movie. It was so much fun. It was fun. I'll give you that. It has a rocket launcher that's in the back of the car. Like the goggles are in the back of the car in Jurassic Park. So uh, would you even consider one of the other scenes that I've suggested? I understand where you're coming from, from like the character um, development, the scene where, you know, he's sitting uh, across from Maggie Gyllenhaal. But I have to say, that's not why I would go see this movie. A scene like that is not why I would go see this movie. Okay. Do you, uh, so that's the nominee you have from the movie? Yes. What should we do here? What was your other scene? It was the Gyllenhaal scene and... Uh, the Gyllenhaal scene and then the three Black Hawk Downs approaching in through Washington, D.C. to go get to the White House. Okay, okay, okay. That might be a middle ground here. I also liked, I also liked the Capitol explosion scene. Which one is that? Oh, in the beginning? Yeah, like the janitor brings the, the, um, his cart to the middle of the rotunda. You like that scene? That's Too a, dark? Don't Too dar- you think it's a very typical scene? In All right, movies? we'll go with the helicopters. Okay. A uh, compromise has been made for White House Down's best scene. Olympus has fallen. What I have for Olympus has fallen best scene is the Korean United Freedom KUF assault on the White House sequence in the beginning of the movie. Done. <laughs> Done. Okay. Sold. Uh, let's describe it a little bit. Uh, it was uh, quite shocking and brutal at the time that the movie was released to watch this. The movie doesn't stop for several minutes as the gunship barrels down DC, murdering tens of hundreds of civilians using its onboard guns. Then the KUF army attacks, the guerrilla army attacks the White House. Then the garbage trucks come to attack the White House and block the outside, uh, any outside interference. We can see fat caliber rounds fly when they're shooting, just barreling down Americans. It's, it's, it's hard to watch in this rated R movie. But overall, the scene is very impressive, and it's very shocking when you see it for the first time. I th- a lot of the movie gets claustrophobic. A lot of Olympus Has Fallen happens inside the White House, inside the walls of the White House, inside, like, basement hallways. So, you know, I, I like this scene within the film because it takes place outside. I think it gets the geography right, you know, in terms of directing an action sequence. And you're right, it's brutal, and it goes on and on and on and on. It's hard to say that a scene where, you know, hundreds of American citizens get, you know, blasted as they're going about their, like, daily business. Total innocent people on the sides of, uh, on the streets of Washington, D.C. Actually, watching this scene made me write down a note, which was um, potential future category, the Innocent Bystander Award. Like, who had the worst luck, you know? Not only do you have the people that are getting mowed down by, like, a gunship that's flying through the air, but later that gunship crashes into the Washington Monument, and some poor sucker gets gets a big hunk of the Washington Monument, lands right on his head. Boom. Dead. We need to get a a sponsor for this podcast that is like a life insurance company so we can actually make a really good sell by pitching, you know, get life insurance. Life happens. Life happens. Who wins the category? Best best scene. Oh, man. You know, there is absolutely no way that the uh, Korean... Uh, attacking sequence beats the uh, driving the beast on the lawn sequence for me, but I made a little bit of a concession. I agreed to the helicopter sequence, so I'm as surprised as anybody. 
I think for this category, the the best scene has to has to go to Olympus Has Fallen. Yes, one more point for my secret favorite, Olympus Has Fallen. I, this I, is this is not a biased show. I want to let you. I did not think that the battle lines would be drawn so clearly here between you and me, not between the terrorists <laughs> and the Secret Service. Let's move on to the next category. We love everybody loves a good title drop. Category six, best title drop. When a movie's name is stated in a scene. Olympus Has Fallen. Cole Hauser, the actor, is a, a Secret Service uh, guy who's uh, being shot down by uh, terrorists in the hallways of the White House. He's on the floor on the radio saying, Olympus Has Fallen three times. And he says, F*** you to the terrorist on behalf of America before he shoots him. And then he gets shot. We can curse? <laughs> what should I say instead? No, I just wasn't sure if this was that kind of podcast. Uh, we, we could avoid it. So uh, I, I think it's not a, a surprise that the um, appearance of the title, Olympus Has Fallen, uh, as a piece of dialogue, uh, comes at the moment where the, the North Koreans have really overwhelmed all the security at the White House. I actually thought it was one of the better edited sequences in the film, there are uh, just a couple agents left. They're in a room with some video monitors. And they're like, you watch this door, you watch this door. Both doors explode. And there's just one guy left. There's just one guy left. And he's in bad shape. And he's crawling down the hall. And, and he says, uh, Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. And, you know, I knew it was coming. Uh, but I actually had one of my more like emotional reactions to to that beat. You know, the the, the music was hitting all the right notes, and um, while as we discussed, I do think White House Down is a better title. I think uh, uh, the notion of Olympus has fallen uh, is potentially a little more artful, um, and definitely kind of you know landed it landed its punch. I really loved the name drop of Olympus Has Fallen, uh, especially because he, he shoots a terrorist that was shooting at him and gives him a little uh, goodbye F you uh, before the terrorist shoots him back. So I thought it was uh, a great name drop. You want to tell us about the White House Down name drop? I don't remember. You don't remember it because they don't make... It's, it's not a big name drop. It's not as good. I know that it's not as good. Uh, just FYI, it happens when Marine One goes down by the rocket that is on top of the White House. It's when the three Marine copters are approaching. And then over the radio, you hear somebody say, we don't know who, Castle has fallen, the White House is down. Clear, there's a clear winner here. I remember that even the character... I was like, the character doesn't feel as strongly about this as the character in Olympus Has Fallen. So this is, there's a clear winner here. Agreed? Clear winner. The point goes to Olympus Woo. Has Fallen. This is going to be a nail-biter. Category 7. The best music moment slash needle drop in the movie. Michael, what is this category? So... You know, I, we, we talked about how to talk about music maybe a little differently. You know, when we're comparing twin movies, uh, you're not always going to be comparing apples to apples and oranges to oranges. So uh, we thought that potentially a, a unique way to talk about music in a movie would be to cue into a specific moment. So that moment can be um, where the score 
is really working, uh, where, you know, a moment that really highlights the uh, composer's work on the score. Or it could be a needle drop moment, you know, a, a really effective use of, of a pop song. Uh, so I, I like the flexibility that it offers us, and, and, and I, I like the chance that we have to just kind of talk about music uh, in movies in a different way, because music means so much to, um, to filmmaking. You, you uh, deep dive into music, I've, as far as I've known you. We both love movies, but you deep dive into some of the musical scores of movies that are really, you know, frankly, very beautifully done. The last really memorable one for me was the Mandalorian theme uh, by Ludwig. I'm going to mispronounce his name, but Ludwig uh, Grossinsen, something like that. But um, really, really excellent theme uh, and, a, and a good score or a good needle drop or a good music moment can actually make or break a scene I'm or a, a movie. I'm a, a lover of movie scores. On my Spotify wrap-up last year, my number one listened to was the Moneyball score. So, uh, Michael, what did you feel about the music or needle drops in, the, in these two movies? Well, I have to say that um, the score of Olympus Has Fallen does what it needs to do. I actually think the best moment, where, where all the pieces of the film are, are working together, uh, is, is the moment that we discussed, the, um, the title drop. That being said, I, I did not feel like the score really stood out. It reminded me of, of like scoring work that uh, Jason Segal's character does in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. You know, it's a lot of, you know, just like it's a lot of tonal stuff and, and some rhythm stuff, but it doesn't really stand out on its own. I don't think that the score of White House Down particularly stood out either, but... Uh, I really liked the moment in the movie where, um, what's the gentleman's name, Jimmy, the actor from um, Always Sunny? Jimmy Simpson. I really liked the moment where Jimmy Simpson is uh, hacking into the government computer network, and they're playing Beethoven's Seventh, Seventh Symphony. Uh, it's just a, a unique uh, moment in, in the film. I, I think it kind of added to like the absurdity and levity of the moment. So that stood out for me. That would be my choice for um, best music moment uh, in each film with, uh, with the, that moment from White House Down being my, my favorite. So uh, for me, this is as forgettable at, as music is in any movie. Both of them. I could not care less. So you can pick your winner. White House Down, baby. Clearly, music was not the first thing that either filmmaker was thinking about when they made these films. Category 8. The best director. Now, I want to rephrase it, which is, which movie was directed better? And the reason why it is like so is because of these two movies. I never thought I would have to break it down this way. Because both of these directors are renowned directors who have made amazing movies over the years. Ronald Emmerich. Roland. R Roland Emmerich, by this point, had directed The Great Independence Day, The Day After Tomorrow, and 2012. Antoine Fuqua, by this point, did I say his last name right? I think so. Fuqua, by this point, had directed Training Day, Shooter, King Arthur, and Tears of the Sun. What do you think? When I think about these two, you, you got to think of their, their uh, you know, what, what's, what's the first line in their obituary, right? Uh, for Antoine Fuqua, it's got to be Training Day. For Roland Embrick, it's got to be Independence Day. 100%. 
which film is more important to me, I don't know. I, I, I would really have to sit down and think Independence Day, one of my all-time greatest in-theater experiences, summer, I think 1996, you know, uh, what, I'm 11, and I go to see Independence Day, and they're, they're cutting the... They're cutting the they're cutting the alien, his little his exoskeleton off, and and it pops out. I mean, uh, I remember people throwing their popcorn, throwing their popcorn in the air. You know, I, did, I did not know you were so good with mouth sound effects. A little foley work here. Um, you know, training day, training day, training day is like the North Korean attack sequence spread out over ninety minutes. It's. Uh, Denzel attacking everything that is human, you know, in uh, Ethan Hawke's character. Oh, GD. I don't know. <sighs> so so I'll make your job easy for you, which is that we're not picking them on their past works. All right. I don't have to make a decision here. We are. The decision is about the two movies at hand. Good. Which of these two movies was directed better? I'll tell you what. I honestly cannot decide between the two. I would say that the assault of the White House and on Washington, D.C. by KUF, the Korean uh, guerrilla army, in Olympus has fallen is pretty impressive. So I feel like we should be leaning that way. But I also think that White House Down is just a lot of fun, which is very different than Roland, Roland Emmerich's previous films, which always tended to have some degree of seriousness. Which film between these two did you feel was directed better? This is really tough because I, I, I can acknowledge that there are moments in Olympus Has Fallen that, that are really well directed. You know, the North Korean attacking, I think we're coming back to again, the opening attack on, on the front lawn of the White House, really astounding action stuff uh, from, from Fuqua, who, who you, you maybe not expect, um, you know, to, to come out with such a, like a bombastic sequence. But again, overall, you know, f- there's something about white house down that handles the ebbs and flows of of action and drama and comedy better but i i am struggling with with the information that you brought to the table which is that fuqua had half the budget to work with and and now it shows olympus has fallen is a much more claustrophobic film there's a lot of like dark atmosphere in 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 the the location to i think you know hide some some of the cg that they couldn't afford and things like that this is a tough one i made it tougher for you this is tough this is tough i mean i gotta go i gotta go you pulled this out of me early i gotta go with the film i enjoyed more which is white house down okay i will i will uh this is these are my thoughts which is that the Olympus Has Fallen, while, while it's a great film, has this great opening where the Koreans attack the White House. And that is kind of the best part of the movie. Whereas White House Down has the bestness of it spread out throughout the movie. Um, also, Roland Emmerich, before this movie, in my opinion, never made a fun movie. Maybe, maybe Independence Day. But even that had like serious tones in scenes. I have to go on record and say Independence Day is fun. It, it is what? fun, but uh, but but to the degree of White House Down, where like every scene is infused with a lot of humor. All right, you alien. A- 
polls. What's more fun than that? So, you know, I'm on your side here. I'm actually kind of leaning White House down. And this is tough. I, I, I Honestly, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of different moments throughout Olympus Has Fallen where, where, you know, it is the directing, it is the acting. I, I'm thinking of that sequence where the Secretary of State is like, they're like beating her up. To yeah, try and get... she's uh, saying the... A national anthem or as she's being dragged and then yeah oh oh that though that's later you know there's the first part where they're trying to torture her to get information out of her and then that moment where they're dragging her down the hallway i mean it's not fun you know but it's very effective and i and i would say well directed but again i i, I just got to go with the film I, I enjoyed more i will reluctantly also go that way this is uh an emotionally scarring uh pick for me and this will now be going to White House Down. Category 9. The best cinematography slash shot. White House Down had a female director of photography by the name of Anna Forster. When I was watching White House Down, I always felt like I was watching a set. The White House never felt like a real place to me when I was watching White House Down. And the exterior green screen, despite its $150 million budget, just looked really bad and obvious to me. Olympus Has Fallen had a White House that felt like a real place that was lived in. It felt like a real building with offices. You know, the lighting made it look very real. The assault on the White House and Washington, D.C. was very visceral when I watched it for the first time. Conrad W. Hall, uh, was, who's also the cinematographer for Panic Room and a camera op for Seven and Fight Club, was the cinematographer for Olympus Has Fallen. Anna Forster, a very short bio in cinematography on uh, IMDb. I don't think cinematography is even her main thing, based on what I saw on IMDb. So for me, this is an easy pick, but what are your thoughts? Uh, I have to say, I, I'm impressed with the thought that you've, you've, you've brought to the table. I, I found White House Down to be so much easier to look at. You know, it's just, it's lighter, it's more colorful. But I feel like, you know, again, you, you brought that information about the budget. And I mean, when you're working with, within the constraints of, of, of a budget, cinematographers have to get more creative and they have to make more out of what they do have at their disposal. So I would choose to hedge in this category where we had difficulty deciding, you know, which film was directed better I feel like there are, you know, positives for, for both films in terms of cinematography. But I will agree that some of the CG in White House Down is tough. It's tough. It's tough to look at on a 4K screen. What, what do you think about what I said about um, it looking like a set the whole time? I don't know that I 100% agree with that point. I also don't know that I 100% disagree with it. So... I already wrote, wrote the point down, by the way, but continue. You've convinced me? Yes! Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Best cinematography. Let me just say, though, neither film has a shot that really blew me away. I would agree with you, but there was a particular moment in White House Down that's to this day always stuck with me. It might even be in the trailer of the movie. When Channing Tatum is running away from the gunfire of the gunman in the kitchen 
and he and he dives over the counter or dives to the ground or dives across a dining table or something. That always stuck with me, the physicality of the action, which I'll be bringing up later in a different category. The pool house explosion looked really cool. It did? I think so. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that also. So I accept the point for my favorite... Well, no, no you, either, yeah, you can't take ownership of the film. Uh, the next category, category 10. The best quote slash best dialogue in the movies. Uh, so in this category, we'll go over what we felt were the best quotes slash best dialogues in the movie. And then we'll pick which we felt is, uh, is just a better dialogue. I have some nominees here and you're welcome to throw yours in in the mix. Let me hear what you got. For White House Down, President Sawyer says, I lost the rocket launcher. And Kale says, you lost? How do you lose the rocket launcher? That I thought was great. Uh, at the very, uh, in one of the fight scenes, uh, Kale says to uh, another, uh, the bad guy as he's pulling down the grenade pins from him, no jail for you, little bitch. That I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, finally, uh, Jamie Foxx uh, says to Kale, we got some knives in the kitchen. Kale says, what? And Jamie Foxx says, they're big knives. Kale says, great, you can make me a sandwich. That I thought was pretty good. Do you have anything to add for White House Down? I think that those are all very strong choices. There's a moment where President Sawyer says, get your hands off my Jordans, which I liked a lot. Uh, and my, my favorite moment uh, you know, was adjacent to the rocket launcher beat when when they're trying to get through the main gate of the White House, uh, Channing Tatum's character, Kale, says, uh, where's the clicker? Where's the, like, the, where's the garage clicker like uh, that you would use to open your garage door? And President Sawyer says, there's, there's no clicker. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I, I feel like the clicker line or hey, let's go with the rocket launcher line because I, I feel like that's in the same spirit of, of what I'm talking about. For Olympus Has Fallen, I have a Morgan Freeman speaker Trumbull when he takes over as... Does he take over as acting president? Is that what happens? Acting president. He's acting... So when Morgan Freeman speaker Trumbull becomes acting president, I love that when he says immediately he t- he's in charge and he goes, all right, let's secure all nuclear sites, get me our expert on North Korea, then I want to speak with the premier of North Korea on a secure line. After that, I want to speak with the Russians, the Chinese, the British, and the French and set up a press conference in that order. I'm this close to falling asleep. This line is so boring. Uh, the only other one I have written down is when Kang, the bad guy, says, it takes 15 minutes for your armed forces to reach the White House. We took it down in 13. Those are the two I have. What do you have? You know, this movie is devoid of memorable <laughs> lines. For an action film of this ilk, like to not have more memorable lines, like I had a hard time even finding those two. Like the thing that I remember most is when the Secretary of State is being dragged outside and she starts reciting the Pledge of Allegiance, which like oh man, you were scraping the bottom of the barrel as a writer if like the only thing that you can drum up in the moment is is, is for uh, a Secretary of State to be reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, I feel like we have, we've gone back and forth with these movies. Hands down, White House Down takes best quote. There, there's no competition here. I totally agree with you. White House Down, just uh, in terms of human-to-human interaction, just a better written movie, better humor, and takes this one easily. Category 11. 
I, this one's easy. Which 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 movie is more fun? The fun factor. I mean, we've been talking about this. Do we have to talk about it anymore? It's White Ass Down. The sequence with Jamie Foxx and the rocket launcher in the front lawn of the White House, despite it being very cartoony at times, is a lot of fun. Uh, White House Down is just about having a good time at the movies. Olympus has fallen. Rated R just has a more serious tone and genuinely very enjoyable even with the two sequels. But if I just want to have a good time, I'm going to White House Down every single time. I think when we talk about fun factor, I think we also talk about like its its rewatchability. And, um, you know, strangely, actually, I've seen Olympus Has Fallen twice now, um, but I can't see revisiting it again in the future. Um, you know, I could see watching White House Down again. It's 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 just an easier watch. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh, and I think it really balances what, you know, the integral parts of a, a summer blockbuster. It's got some drama. It's got a lot of action. And, and it's got comedy to kind of give you a break every once in a while. Uh, it's really surprising to me how serious Olympus Has Fallen takes itself. It's been a lot of talking. Let's, let's take a little break. Little intermission. We're back from uh, break, and uh, you know there was some there was an altercation in the hallway, uh, but we're back here. We're, we're an so altercation of ideas. It wasn't a physical altercation. We're back here, and uh, we'll we'll get into the rest of the podcast here. And now we're gonna get much more surgical with our approach here, uh, because we have to pick a winner. And uh, I was I would have thought earlier that it was gonna be neck to neck, but I think White House down from being a little bit more fun, has taken a clear lead for now. What's the score? Seven points to three points out oh. of 11. Whoa, okay. That was like a four-point White House down tear. Yeah, yeah. Unanswered. White House down. So let's see as we get into the specifics. And uh, Michael, break down the specifics for us, uh, the genre-specific categories that we're about to get into. So when we were talking about how we wanted to talk about twin films, how we wanted to compare film A to film B, you have films from a bunch of different genres. So that means there are storytelling tropes and motifs that, that, that happen, say, in ro- romantic comedies or dramas that, that don't happen in action films. So in this particular instance, we're talking about action films. So the next three categories uh, were specifically designed to relate to action films. So let's get into it. Category 12, which is the first of our genre-specific categories, in the action genre is when it hits a fan, which hero do you want on your side? Are you ready to be surprised? Oh, let's let's see, let's see. Okay. One hundred percent Gerard Butler. One hundred percent Gerard Butler. One hundred percent. He's got the training and the demeanor. That guy without thinking for a moment, he will stab you in the skull. Gerard Butler's character does something in this movie which which to me is a precursor to John Wick. To me, it's like this is the the formative version of what we see as gunfu in John Wick. A lot of great gun combat, I would say, in Gerard Butler's Mike Banning character. I wanted Channing Tatum to win this category, and the reason is that my original wording for this category was, which is the better action hero? Meaning, not acting, not fun, but as a person who embodies 
the physicality of the action hero that's going to beat up a few people and jump through hoops in the action movie, who is more believable? And when I watched these two movies, Channing Tatum with his diving and his jumping and running was a clear winner. But we have, it has evolved. This category has evolved. And who do you want on your side? And you make a compelling case for Gerard Butler. I prefer watching Channing Tatum. If it comes down to who do I want to get a beer with? It's Kale. Great. He's a, you know, he's a burgeoning family man. He's ambitious. He's funny. But like, if I'm in danger or my family's in danger, I want the guy who like thinks about nothing else but like getting back on the Secret Service to right the wrong of accidentally letting the president's wife be crushed to death by a limousine falling off a bridge. Do I want to hang out with him? Never. Absolutely not. Tough hang. But, uh, you know, if, if I'm, you know, picking who, who's going to be helping me out in a disaster scenario, it's Mr. Butler. So Kale hides in the elevator shaft with Jamie Foxx, and he also hides in the other shaft in the bedroom with Jamie Foxx. So if I had to like if I had to hide in an emergency situation, Cole would be a good hiding spot finder. But I think for a more complex situation, you're going to have to come out from hiding, baby. We need a chess player like Gerard Butler's Mike Bang. who can also stab you in the head. All right, I agree with you. Let's give it to Gerard Butler also because I need this movie to have some points on the board because it's, I like that movie more. Category 13. Action genres, second category. Which movie had the best destruction hmm. of the two? Best destruction. This one's easy. Olympus Has Fallen was rated R, and they didn't hold back. They used high-caliber rounds tearing through innocent civilians in Washington, D.C. They had an unrelenting assault by KUF on the White House, taking out anyone who got in the way. They didn't take any hostages other than who was in the PEOC. They took down the Black Hawks nighttime attack with some heavy-duty artillery. Being PG-13, White House down destruction was cartoonish by comparison. They may have had some bigger explosions, but it was mostly big balls of fire than actual shrapnel tearing through skin. Do you have anything to add? I really respect your preparation here today, HT. There's no question that I'm pulling for White House down here. And... I think some of the explosion work in White House Down is really impressive. Like I said, the um, pool house explosion I thought was particularly uh, impressive. But the Capitol explosion, not only does the the rotunda uh, uh, of the Capitol, uh, not only do you see it on fire with smoke billowing out, but there's a moment which is kind of a throwaway where you see the Capitol collapse in on itself. uh, and, And they don't even really... Uh, focus on that in the moment, which I, I, I thought was, you know, kind of a ballsy move. But I will say, in terms of like which film has the most visceral destruction, and as we mentioned, which film depicts a plane crashing into the Washington Monument, which then falls upon a bunch of tourists, I'm gonna give it to Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus Has Fallen, thanks you. I thank you. And point olympus has fallen all right let's not dwell on it olympus has fallen slowly catching up to white house down the point count the next category category 14 the third in the action genre which movie had the best stunt best stunt 
I really like the stunt work of Channing Tatum's stunt doubles in the movie. My favorite action scene in White House Down was the kitchen fight scene. It starts with Channing Tatum diving across the dining table, running from the bad guy's bullets. He does this thing with his hands raised up. Uh, that 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 really has some physic, great physical acting about it to show the immediacy of what's going on. That was probably my favorite stunt work in White House Down in that kitchen scene. Um, Stunt-wise, in Olympus Has Fallen, nothing really stood out to me. It was very run-of-the-mill run of type of stuff for me. What are your thoughts? So, you know, when it comes to deciding what the best stunt in um, either of these films were, I was focusing on moments where, um, like, real human beings were involved or, or like, real vehicles were involved. I, I think, you know, any film can... Any film and any filmmaker can employ computer graphics to have a giant plane, you know, be blasting people with miniguns. Um, uh, so to, to give context to our listeners, I think a great example would be the truck flip in The Dark Knight. That's like, you know, a needle uh, to uh, 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 one moment where everything comes to a stop to watch the great, a great stunt. physical stunt. So there, there was a moment, which is not, it's not a big moment in Olympus Has Fallen. It happens... Um, relatively early in the film, and it happens during the major um, ground incursion by, by the North Koreans. Someone fires a, a rocket launcher at, at the front doors of the White House, and the camera is inside the White House for a moment after the, the, the rocket-propelled grenade is fired. And uh, from inside the White House, the, the doors explode, and, and you can see three... Secret Service agents, you know, three three members of the protection team get thrown backwards. And it, it was, uh, from my, you know, untrained eye, uh, they looked like, you know, real human bodies on, on fly wires, you know, and they're getting yanked back. And I guess they edit the wires out in post. But, um, you know, the fire felt real and the, and the people flying, you know, towards the camera felt real. And it just felt like a, like a classic Hollywood stunt. Whereas I think a lot of the stunts in the rest of the film, you know, feel like computer-generated effects were employed. Um, or, 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 or typical stunt work, not, nothing standout-ish. Fight, yeah, fight stunt work, which, you know, not to say that that's easy, but again, you know, it's not so flashy. Um, I think White House Down has more impressive stunts throughout. I feel like the, even within the, the combat, the hand-to-hand combat, those scenes feel bigger. White House Down has more hand-to-head combat, and Olympus Has Fallen just doesn't. Olympus Has Fallen is a little bit more of a cat-and-mouse thing. Yeah, and a lot of gun fights as opposed to -to hand-to-hand. The stunt which appeared most practical to me in White House Down was um, during the driving sequence, which is still, I think, my favorite scene from that movie. Um, One of the SUVs that's chasing the beast hits... Um, the basketball pole on like the presidential uh, basketball uh, court. And, you know, it just kind of it hits this pole and it flies up in the air in just the way that you would expect it to, you know, that you would, you would expect like 
a three-ton vehicle hitting uh, a stainless steel pole that's cemented in the ground. And, you know, similar to the the RPG scene that I, I mentioned in Olympus Has Fallen, it's not flashy, you know, but it just felt very real and it felt very tangible in a scene that I really liked. So I think at large, White House Down had better stunts and, and that's one of my favorite stunts in that movie. So for different reasons, I think the point goes to White House Down. I really, as I mentioned earlier... I really liked the acting from either Channing Tatum or the stunt performer of him when he's doing the hands thing as he's running away. You don't really see that. I haven't really seen that in movies. And they also shot it at a high shutter speed, I think, which added even more immediacy to it. So for different reasons, uh, we will give this point for this category to White House Down. Uh, For me, one of the best things that a director can do in an action film is give you character building while the action's unfolding. And, and you get a little bit of that in White House Down, in, in that moment that you'd mentioned previously where uh, Kale is running past the library and he says, like, this is stupid, you know? You're, like, learning about the character while he's engaged in, 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 in you know, the action sequence. I, I think one of the directors that does this best is Doug Lyman. I think Edge of Tomorrow... Uh, is one of the best examples of this, how you um, learn about Tom Cruise's character as he, you know, cycles through the days and early in the movie. Uh, you're still getting to know him, and, and the only really way to get to know him is is while he's fighting. Um, and I, I think White House Down does a, a good job of that. White House Down, getting the point. And that's it for the action genre categories. Now it's, uh, it's, it's tooth and nail. Is that the right term? Tooth and nail. Is a that, nail I mean, biter. A nail biter? What, is, what does tooth and nail mean? Fighting tooth and nail yeah. would mean like you're, you're giving everything like uh, I might lose a teeth, tooth. I might lose a nail. This is a nail biter. Okay. Is it a nail biter? Do you want to give a score update? So after 14 categories, White House Down is leading by two. Woo. It's a close one. It's, close. it's a close one. I, and uh, there's, uh, there's five more categories. So it cannot be a tie. There's no way... This Hollywood versus Hollywood is going to be a tie. The next section is extra special. How do we describe this? Extra special categories? We're calling them twin movie specific categories. We'll, we'll probably come up with a catchier name for this. But these are categories that are designed uh, specifically for these two films. What are uh, common attributes between these specific two movies You know that can help us determine which is a better film? The real similarities between two twins, the eye color, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) So here we go. Category 15, the first twin movie category. Which movie has the best president, Michael? This is tough. I feel like we don't really get a sense of the politics of the president in Olympus Has Fallen. You get a sense of his character. He's a family man. You know, he loves his wife who passes away. He's uh, dedicated to, you know, his son. He has a strong uh, constitution. He, you know, goes through a a, a lot of trauma, but he's clearly concerned about the people on his staff when they, um, you know, are are suffering pain or their life is threatened. and, And he takes the burden of being tortured upon himself continues to put his own life at risk. So you learn about the man. You don't really learn so much about his politics. But in White House Down, you do get a sense of 
President Sawyer, uh, Jamie Foxx's character's politics, he's an idealist. He is anti, what's the phrase I'm looking for? He's anti-military uh, industrial complex. They kind of hit you over the head with a hammer uh, about that throughout the film. Uh, I, I, maybe it's like a bit of the moral of the story. Um, <laughs> um, well, in the end, he literally says to the other guy that your friends are not going to have any of this money from the government. Something yeah, like that. yeah. I mean, you know, he... Your, your military friends. Do I think he's an effective leader? I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I, I feel like, you know, Aaron Eckhart's character uh, carries himself, you know, in, in a more uh, presidential manner. Um, J- J- Jamie Foxx's VP looked like he was a little eager to take the lead. Who is his VP? Uh, the, the guy in the, in the plane that gets shot down. Oh, oh yeah. Was that a, am I mixing No, no, no. You're totally right. He totally wanted the job. Where, whereas uh, Aaron Eckhart's people, they were like, Mr. President, Mr. President, like really into him yeah, and but wanting I mean, to protect maybe him. Maybe that comes from somebody who's really going to shake up the status quo, right? Like, you know, Jamie Foxx's vice president, he's like an old white man who, who's going to balance the ticket from the younger black man who's leading the ticket. Jamie Foxx's president was definitely very younger Obama-esque. I was going to say, how, how much are we supposed to think that it's modeled after Obama? Which president do you pick between the two? Which one do I want as my president? Oh, well, no, no. The question is, which movie has the best president? So I was, when watching these movies, I was extremely disappointed to find out that Morgan Freeman didn't play the president in Olympus Has Fallen, because Mor- Morgan Freeman, hands down, would be my answer if he were the president. When I saw the poster, I was hoping it was Morgan Freeman, so it was a real letdown. Jamie Foxx as the president was a little odd. Uh, he was a little too athletic, a little too young for me. We mentioned he was trying to be Obama-esque. Aaron, Aaron Eckerd was fine, but nothing standout happened with his character as a president for me. I did think that if in the Dark Knight, Harvey Dent continued to live, he'll probably have become the president at some point. Even with half a face? No. B- oh, okay. Pre, yeah, pre- yeah, yeah, accident, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harvey Dent with his career going on. Because, uh, a you knight. know, the Dark Knight was really Shining. Dark Knight was released in 2008, and this movie comes out in 2013, so it's quite possible where the same character, hmm. this could happen. I would just return to Jamie Foxx. He was just cooler. He was just a cooler president. He's cooler. He, he, was, he was tight with the YouTubers. I he, feel like you know more about him, and I was, just, I was just thinking the way that he handles the question from um, John Cale's daughter uh, was really slick. And I, and I was like, very few things impress me like somebody who can handle themselves off the cuff. I, I, will, I will give you more reasons to love Jamie Foxx, which is that when things were bad at PEOC, Aaron Eckert was concerned about his son. Jamie Foxx, not once did he call his wife. He kind of sort of mentioned her to like an aide at one point, but he never actually went out of his way to call his wife to let her know that I'm alive it was channeled through other people so bad husband great president because he's focusing on the job at hand the second twin movie specific category category 16 in this podcast which movie of these two had the best white house now white house down had a tour of the white house which was kind of interesting but the poc was just down the library 
It looked more like a basement than a bunker. It also seemed to have a very lackluster security overall. It did not have like an anti-aircraft system on its roof. The whole thing, as I mentioned earlier, felt like a set. Olympus has fallen, felt like a real place. The, the, the White House in Olympus has fallen, felt like a real place. The POC was pretty rad. You go down this elevator shaft and you have these big orange doors. You had anti-aircraft missile system at the top of the building. Not sure why they didn't use that, use that at the very beginning when the airship attacked or when there was a ground attack. Overall, just a much better White House. What did you think? Oh, man, you know, I, I sat down ready to sing the praises of the White House down White House. Uh, I liked that you saw more of the White House. Uh, you saw the South Lawn. You saw the Rose Garden. You saw the kitchen. Uh, Which one's the one with the circular pool? What's that called? The, the front yard? I think that's the North Lawn. The North Lawn. I think so. Where the, where the shenanigans take place. I mean, I'm going to say don't quote me on that, even though I'm being recorded. We'll have to look that up. When watching the two movies, I also noticed that in White House down that North Lawn just looked much bigger, whereas in Olympus Has Fallen, it looked like it was correct to scale. I have to agree with you that the Olympus Has Fallen White House feels like a more tangible location it feels like the security was more thought through. I swear, I did not think about this before you started talking. And, uh, you know, side note, one of my all-time favorite things in any film is when a plane uses flares to confuse a missile. Oh, yes. I love that in Olympus Has Fallen. Air Force One, Top Gun Maverick. Woo! Yeah. And, and the, the effects... Of that were really, really good. Yeah, that, that sound is really good. <laughs> so so we're, this goes to Olympus Has Fallen, yes? All right. Uh, the next category, category 17, specific to the twin movies, the best bad guy strategy to take down the White House slash best bad guy. I mean, there's no argument here. We've talked about this. They bring in the plane. They explode the bus. They start the ground incursion, they have pre-placed diplomatic infiltrators, and they bring in garbage trucks, and they blow the axles off the garbage trucks, and then the garbage truck door opens to reveal a 50 caliber machine gun in a mobile pillbox. The North Koreans in Olympus Has Fallen have it figured out. They've got the White House's number. Need I say more? No, but when you hear my counter-argument... Oh, okay. Let's your hear vote might flip. Okay. You would be surprised. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, here, here are my counterpoints. Okay? Now, normally, I would easily give this category to Olympus Has Fallen. However... I can't believe this is where we are. So, so in White House Down, basically, some weapons are smuggled in, and people dressed up as painters or workers... They took over the White House. That was weak. Right? Basically. That's, a, that's pretty much what happened. the Capitol Rotunda as a diversion, which I like. So the events that took place in real life on January 6th last year, it became obvious to me that the White House scenario is quite plausible. Even though before, I, I would never believe that a group White House down scenario? White House down scenario was quite possible because of how easily the Capitol got taken over on January 6th. The simplicity of it was unbelievable at the time when I watched the movie. Mm. But after what happened 
last year, sadly, it seems like it's totally possible. The motivations of the bad guys in White House Down also seem more legit in hindsight. Unfortunately, those are the types of people that ended up attacking the Capitol also. And so White House Down has aged more accurately. I've I've got a counter-argument for you. Therefore, this year I would give it to White House Down, but before 2021, I would have totally picked Olympus Has Fallen because it was just... At that time, the Korean attack just seemed like more plausible. The plan of the terrorists, the villains in White House Down demands insiders, right? The James Woods character. The whole thing doesn't doesn't work unless he kind of plots the whole thing. He does not get the codes to the nuclear football if Richard Jenkins is not in on it. While you make a very valid point, if you just think about the plan of taking down the White House, the title of the movie. Now, nuclear codes are down the line. But in terms of taking over the building, let's just talk about that. We're talking about broad terrorist strategy. And I I think it's much harder to motivate, I mean, taking over the White House, one, but two, successfully or almost successfully deploying nuclear weapons, you know, while being a totally external force. They did bring a former Secret Service agent in Olympus Has Fallen, but that's the White House's fault. They should have screened the guy. Should have kept an eye on him. Uh, Dylan McDermott, he looks like a villain. There's uh, one other thing that will make a stronger case for White House Down, which is that Maggie Gyllenhaal's character talks about a shopping list that James Wood has, Richard Jenkins has, uh, to hire the right people to do the job. Beepers are an integral part of the takeover plan in White House Down. No respectable terrorist plot this day and age involves a beeper. I think I've checkmated you. Okay, I will give you this, that at the time when these movies were released, Olympus Has Fallen, hands down, had the better plan. So I will go back in time. I'll go back to when I watched these movies in 2013. And yes, in that way, I will agree with you and we'll give the point to Olympus Has Fallen. Having said that, based on recent, recent events, it's quite, it seems like it's... I mean, we might find out that there were a lot of like insider, you know, components to our real life insurrection, but TBD. TBD, TBD. So point, Olympus Has Fallen. The race continues to be tight. The next category, category 18. The best use of an object of historical value in the movie. These are the ones that I wrote down. Maybe you have something else because I think White House Down has more than Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus Has Fallen uses Lincoln's bust in the Oval Office. Mike Banning uses it to take out the bad guy who attacks him at night in the Oval Office. It didn't hold any special attention to it. He just kind of like picks it up and smashes the head of the guy. White House Down develops a whole story thread to the point when Donnie the guide who was saving all these historical artifacts, actually helps Channing Tatum by breaking a big clock on the bad guy's head. And then he delivers a very funny line, German mantle clock, Empire style. I thought White House Down handled it better. I actually, my favorite uh, piece of historical or object with historical significance from White House Down is the painting. The painting of of the White House uh, on fire after the the war uh, or during the War of 1812, I thought it was a a great visual 
prop. It, it, it motivated the story, but it felt at home. You know, I didn't feel like, oh, it's weird that this thing's there and it's inspiring action. Um, I, I, I didn't remember the clock until you mentioned it. Um, the Lincoln bust was, for, for me, the, the object of most, you know, historical significance that's used in um, Olympus Has Fallen. But whether it's the clock the the uh Ming Dynasty uh vase that was a very funny moment in the movie that gets shattered uh or, or the painting um uh, for me it's the painting but I, I think it's an easy win for White House Down this is the last category last category the bitter end here the most specific category um category 18 better use of wristwatch in the story Olympus Has Fallen has Ashley Judd gifting Aaron Eckhart's grandfather's watch to him in the beginning of the movie. Does it have any real payoff at the end? She is gifting his own grandfather's watch to him. Yeah. It was very confusing to me. It, it, it did not have any payoff. No, correct? I mean, it shows up again a few scenes later when he puts the watch on 18 months after she's passed away. But I... Don't feel like it's mentioned ever again. White House Down has the great Abraham Lincoln's own watch. Gifted. His own watch. Gifted to President Jamie Foxx. It's a pocket watch. And the watch ends up saving Jamie Foxx's life at the end when James Woods shoots him. I have never seen anything like that in a movie before where an object in your chest pocket saves you. Oh, I've, I've seen that like a million times. Before. I, was just <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were being serious. <laughs> no uh, one's going to be blown away by that. However, the, the journey that the watch takes from, uh, from the 1800s when Lincoln was around to saving the current president's life. I mean, for a film that stresses historic, like the preservation of historical objects, I, I find it hard to believe that... Um, Jamie Foxx would just be walking around with a pocket watch that Abraham Lincoln owned. I feel like they also mentioned that, like, it's the p- watch he had in his pocket when he was shot. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's quite unfortunate that the watch did not do that job back in the day. Right, right. But it came through this time around. All right. So the categories are done. And here we are to tally it all up. But let's just, let's just go over who won which category. All right, we're going to review the categories that we've discussed on this episode. Who won the first category, the best leading actor? White House Down. We went with Channing Tatum. Category two, which film had the better title? Olympus Has Fallen. Category three, which film won the box office when it was released? That went to White House Down. Category, <laughs> category four. He's still hurting. Which movie had the best cast? All right, this was the uh, Ace Up My Sleeve, uh, which uh, I closed debate on the best cast uh, going with White House Down, Breaking H.T.'s Heart. Morgan Freeman, I did not defend you hard enough. Angela Bassett, I did not defend you hard enough. You should have hung on to that ace. Category five, the best, best scene. Uh, That went to Olympus Has Fallen. Category six. The best title drop, movie's name stayed in a scene. That also went to the very emotional moment and Olympus Has Fallen. Category 7, the one I didn't care for, the best music moment slash needle drop. I mean, really the only recognizable music in either movie um, 
Beethoven's 7th during the hacking scene in White House Down. Category 8. The Which movie was directed better? White House Down. Who was the director? Roland Emmerich. Category 9. The best cinematography. Um, that went to Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus Has Fallen. Cinematography by Conrad W. Hall, who was cinematographer for Panic Room and worked as camera operator on David Fincher 7 and Fight Club. 7 is one of my all-time favorites. Well, he was not the cinematographer on that, man. Well, you said operate. I don't care. Anybody who worked on Seven is a friend of mine. Category 10, the best quote slash best dialogue. White House Down, because it was the only film that had discernible dialogue. Category 11, which movie is more fun? Hands down, White House Down. Category 12, which hero do you want on your side when hits the fan? What's his name? Mike Banning. We got to put some respect on his name. Mike Banning. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler wins this category. Olympus has fallen. Goes to Olympus has fallen. Category 13. Which movie had the best destruction? That also went to Olympus has fallen. Largely for that opening sequence with the airplane cruising around. The relentless destruction. Category 14. Which movie had the best stunt? We went with a stunt from the car chase scene in, in White House Down. Category 15, which movie has, and these are genre-specific categories in the action genre. Category 15, which movie has the best president? So I think we agreed that uh, Jamie Foxx is president for detesting the military-industrial complex that Dwight D. Eisenhower warned us all about. He was also cooler, and he did not care for his family. He only cared for his country. That's true. Category 16, which movie had the best White House? Olympus has fallen. Category 17, the best bad guy strategy to take down the White House. Olympus yes. has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Definitely the cooler uh, way that the White House got taken down. The only thing I'll say is, is the dude's name Kang? Kang is the character's name. You know, that guy, just he looks like trouble. I wouldn't let him in. He was very suspicious. He yes. looks like a pro wrestler who's like wearing eyeglasses. But he was also part of the security detail, so it kind of made sense. I would have picked him out of a crowd. He's... The North Korean delegation, each one of those guys is 5'5", and here comes this guy. He's 6'3", 250. Keep, keep him outside. Keep him outside the Piak. So are you saying that the Secret Service in Olympus has fallen was incompetent? Yes. <laughs> Bold words spoken here. Secret Service. I mean, neither of these movies, time. neither of these movies really like make... The security apparatus in D.C., you know, looks well, sterling. Olympus Has Fallen had, like, uh, had uh, like Marines, and it also had uh, a jet that took down the rogue plane that attacked D.C. Mm-hmm. So they definitely had apparatus in place. I mean, which film? Oh, it, it's in, 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 in uh, Olympus Has Fallen. They say it takes 15 minutes for the military to arrive. And the Koreans take it down in 13. Here's something that I really liked is in White House Down, Maggie Gyllenhaal brings to the table the fact that it is illegal for the military to conduct operations on U.S. soil. I I, I really like the, the, uh, you know, this probably isn't for everybody, but I was interested um, maybe as a a fan of the West Wing uh, uh, of the, the complexities of, of dealing with a military situation on, on U.S. soil. I thought that was really interesting. Speaking of Maggie Gyllenhaal, the other reason why I actually really like Mike Batting to be my guy in a crisis is that when it's a fan, 
the man runs into the White House. Oh, he runs towards crisis. Gyllenhaal, nowhere near the White House. She kind of gets out of her car, looks at it, and then moves on to do her job elsewhere. I mean, James Wood said, like, get out. Like, get out of here. He made her go home. He said that's an order. But Mike Banning was already outside. We're not comparing Gyllenhaal. I know you don't like Gyllenhaal for some reason, but we're not comparing her to Mike Banning. It's, It's John Cale versus Mike Banning. All right, let's get back to the count. Category 18, best use of an object of historical value. I mean, we, we, we covered it in depth. White House down. Much more interested in historical objects. And destroying them. Yeah. Category 18, better use of a wristwatch as a storytelling device. Closed out strong. White House down. All right, HT, why don't you give us a final tally? Coming in at 11 points. White House down. Beats Olympus has fallen to the ground. Olympus has fallen, only racking up eight. I mean, I, I feel like this is a fair assessment of each of these two films. At the end of the day, I, I, I enjoyed White House Down more, but there, there were definitely things to like about Olympus has fallen. Uh, how are you feeling about the results? Uh, Olympus has fallen, I feel, has won the hearts of the people with... <laughs> sequels however i will never stop enjoying channing tatum run around in the white house in white house town so you can get over the beat that you suffered not having morgan freeman named as as part of the best cast in either of these films i think if morgan freeman was in fact the president in olympus has fallen it would have shifted the whole thing heavily towards olympus has fallen what if he was the president in white house down any movie that has Morgan Freeman ha- as the leader of the free world, I can get behind that immediately. So, I mean, if I, if I had gone along and said, Olympus Has Fallen has the best cast, that would have made us 10-9, White House Down still would have won, but it would have just eked by. Yes, and Olympus Has Fallen, despite your ace of the sleeve card, has the better cast. And you were able to use the power of the pod to get your... I feel like I played it straight today. You, 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 you did not... Uh, you, you're a very fair person overall. And I think you did not uh, pull, pull anything weird. And <laughs> we'll see if that remains on future podcasts. So White House Down is a clear winner of this first... Uh, episode. First episode of the Hollywood versus Hollywood podcast. As far as we are concerned, though, both movies are a lot of fun to watch. Thank you for listening to our first episode. I'm HD. I'm Michael. And you're listening to the Hollywood versus Hollywood podcast. We'll see you next time. See you at the movies. Thank you for listening to the Hollywood versus Hollywood podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. And connect with us on Instagram at Hollywood VS Pod.